recording it says on my end okay beautiful um episode 200 marcus cardona Woo, 200. Woo! i decided early on i wasn't gonna choose who got the who got the big numbers i was like i'm yeah, just gonna cool. let it happen and you that's got it good. you got it it's I, a complete cluster i i appreciate it this has been uh i, I like i like having a repeat podcast because i get like one-time podcast and i'm like oh cool so this has been fun <laughs> yeah yeah one times are all right I like um, I like repeats because the first one's always like a weird first date almost. You get all mm-hmm. like the jitters out, and after that, yeah. it's just it's kind of a continuation. You just kind of hit play. You just take your dick out and just like let's get back to it, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Like, you know, hey, I mean, it's a good it's a good one. I don't know how many other comedians you have on this podcast. I've tried to but, get others, and they won't fucking do it, dude. But, but I'm like I'm like the uh, who is it? I'm like the I guess. You are the minority. I I I'd, I'd be the Bill Burr for your Conan or whatever. I just get to say my thoughts. Yeah, fuck yeah! You can just just come on this platform, just scream about whatever you want, and then sign off. Just no repercussions. Fuck it, I'm out. It's a... so, so the fucking liberals know. Let, let me tell you about the liberals and the conservatards and that. Uh, Last night, I don't think there's really any way we can even avoid it. So let's just jump right into it. It's just, yeah. I woke up this morning thinking like. I don't want to talk about the debates today. I just want to like talk about dick jokes how, with Marcus. How, how how long how how long did you go into it? I made I was, it. I made it through I the whole thing. Poker. I made I it through the whole that. thing. I was playing poker, so I was in the background. So I was like, I beat two guys. Or I I knocked I knocked almost everyone off the table, and then they all bought back in. <laughs> like, well, that's good. It was fun. That's good. Yeah. Like there were only there were only a couple like key points like I knew it was gonna be a cluster but like my my favorite one is like the fact that you texted me during the poker game because we were like already like oh man are you watching this I'm like yeah I'm also like winning at poker yeah and I'm like and like the only thing that they were like uh, was it what did I text you was it social socialized healthcare or Social, something like socialized health and I told yeah I showed you the monkey meme. <laughs> But it was so I watched the full first debate between Trump and Clinton. The second one I watched part of it the next day, and then I just didn't watch the third. And this one, I mean, I was like, I kind of like I'm gonna watch it just because it's like the first Corona. It's like more so. I was like, I think it's just gonna be like a historical debate for better or worse, right? The coronavirus, Trump going in. I went down with my mom and dad. We, we turn it on. And I was like, all right, let's just see how this thing goes. And when they walked out, I had a little like, I had a fleeting feeling of like, maybe they're going to come out and maybe we're, maybe this is the, this is where 2020 starts to change. I just had a fleeting little, cause I'm such an optimistic little bitch. I was like, well, this is where it happens. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's hell. That's hell optimistic. <laughs> Within about 45 seconds, I was like, I can't finish this. But I sat through the whole thing because apparently I like to hurt myself. And I just sat yeah, there. dude. I debates for me, especially like presidential ones, because especially this one, especially the way that like the public has been like polarized and complete opposites. <laughs> I'm like these debates aren't Nothing. changing anyone's mind. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. That's like the thing. I'm just like, all right. I was like, and um, I've been doing debate drinking. It's like a. Oh, it's Jesus, uh, they know they have a they have a website debatedrinking.com. So this is like a fun one because you're supposed to choose a candidate and then you drink when your candidate says like a certain word. 
So this was it last night. I did it. I did it for like everyone playing poker. Just like we're in between blinds and stuff like yeah. that. So I'm just like, oh, cool, guys. We're just gonna do a drinking game real quick with the debate because I was playing in the background. So if you chose Joe Biden, my favorite ones were, um, let's see, if you chose Joe Biden, you have to drink whenever he said Russia, mask, fair, ma- malarkey, and here's the deal, which hilarious. <laughs> I don't think he did. He say any of those. Yeah, he no, you see he like he brought up the points like fair and Russia and then mass okay. and stuff like that. And then Donald Trump's were oh, China, 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 <laughs> China, China. Vaccine. Okay. Rigged, radical, powerful. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then and then the community words were Obama, jobs, and middle class. So Okay. But it was I mean, yeah, like there were like the like the like the moderator was bad it was, it was all so like, bad it was i mean and you're right everyone sees what they want to see is yeah. it's that's how you know nobody wants i was talking to a i got a, i was talking to a guy earlier about this and we were like you know in an mma fight i don't watch mma fighting but i mean anyone can know in a, in a fight called by decision right it's like how you always see those you're like how the fuck did that guy win they're both still standing right yeah. No, a guy wins when someone else is bleeding out of his ears and face down on the ground and his kids are crying. The other guy wins, right? A knockout. Yeah. It's never good when you see everyone immediately, Trump destroyed, Biden destroyed, and it's like, well, that's how you know there was no, you know. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like everyone who is in the middle is like, why are these our two options? And there's more of that yeah. than anyone else. I think, but yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, right now, the only thing that is of concern is, like, the whole, like, Joe Biden literally calling about, hey, can you denounce white supremacy? And he didn't. And, and he, he didn't. Did, no. Yes. Yeah. Stand, stand back and stand by. I'm just like, oh, oh my God. Oh, it was. Not, yeah. Well, I mean, it just, I know that because I have the internet yeah. that. Like all the proud boys and stuff are like, oh, we're hype, we're prepared for whatever, and I'm just like, gayest fucking name stupid. for a group ever. This is the gayest yeah. fucking name. <laughs> I think, um, um, who was it? Anthony? Who, who, who was the guy? Anthony of Opie and Anthony. He was on Rogan, yeah. and they were talking about proud boys, and they were like, that sounds like the gayest fucking name. That sounds like I think he was like, it sounds like some fucking New York musical. Like Proud Boys. He's like, that's what it yeah. sounds like. Like a bunch of doughboys heading off to World War One. We are the Proud Boys. Like, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna just like be like a white gang, at least name it something. Like if you're gonna do it, like own it. it might as well at least be like, I don't know, like white devils or something. But Proud Boys? Proud Boys yeah, sounds yeah. like a nineteen twenties like Coke commercial drawn by Walt Disney. Like Proud Boys. Yeah. Like boys right i only drink (laughs) coca-cola like it's but that i remember my friend cal texted me that i went to valdosta with when we lived in fucking the racist south and cal was like yo man you watching this and cal's a little more right-leaning but even he was like this is a shit show he goes this is disgusting and he goes who do you think is winning i go neither neither (laughs) and he goes and as he's texting me i see like the dot 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 and then it stops and he goes did he just not denounce white supremacy? And I said, I think I just saw him not denounce it. And then, you know, immediately after, I'm texting my other buddy who's more of a liberal, and he's like, why won't Biden just say, like, Antifa's bad? He's like, why won't he just say it? And I'm looking at, like, both these texts I'm having, and I'm just like, this is, like, we're getting nowhere. 
we're getting nowhere. And at the end of it, Biden did make me laugh. At the end of like the first segment, it slows down. And then he Biden goes, Well, that was real productive. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that's I think how everyone in America feels right now. That was real productive. But my we finished and my dad goes, That felt like I was just in a slow motion car crash for ninety minutes. Yeah, well, I'm just surprised that they both lasted on stage, still coherent. But it was most, oh my God, there was just so much talking over one another. And I'm just like, what is this? This is maybe the silver lining, because I'm still such a bitch that I look for the silver lining. But maybe the silver lining is as we all see how busted the idea of an hour-long debate is. Mr. President, Mr. President, well, Joe said Sleepy Joe, oh, shut up, man. And it's just like, the winner gets the nukes. Like this is where we are. Yeah, no, that's that's really it. Well, I mean, I mean, none of that's none of that matters. And we're just picking out our mat. Like I talk with that one all the time. I'm like, we're picking out our mascot. We're getting especially our like, especially especially here in like New York, because I'm like, I'm like, because I'm back in Maine normally, yeah. and Maine is like pretty much a purple state. Yeah. It's like, and I'm like, that's actually I enjoy I enjoy talking politics in Maine yeah. way more because I'm like, it's not. Polarized left, One polarized way left. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But also, it's it's the dumbest thing too because like lack, like even though it is the whitest state, lack of diversity. Like it's never, it never, and like it never comes down to like something super racist until someone that I'm debating with is like, well, you'd think that as an Asian, and I'm like, no, I grew up here too. Dude. I grew shut up in Maine. Up. Shut, shut the fuck up, and I, I like hand to you because I'm like, I know about Maine politics. I know about, like, I know about like the economy. I've worked the major industries that Maine has to offer, fishing. Like I've worked in like forestry and shit like that. So I'm like, it's not like that. That's where it would come out. So, but at least it's not like overly overly liberal and like overly conservative because both like the far ends of the spectrum are They're the worst and that's trash. that's really like me me and someone were, were talking about it because there's a guy who's like oh yeah i'm voting for trump in new york but i'm just like i'm not gonna go after him because new york votes don't count <laughs> towards yeah. the electoral yeah yeah well first of all i was gonna say that's a badass painting you have is that a painting or a poster or um it's a it's a poster it's this a, is uh I love oh it. yeah no, i work advertising so this is uh it's amazing arizona arizona campaign for that, the arizona 99 cent cans so that's that's cool shit shout out to whoever the fuck made that but um right, boom. that's oh i didn't see the third face it's just yeah it's just i mean it's just like it's i just love like it hot, it's hot girls and they're like drink arizona it's 99 cents we do. Proud ah. <laughs> boys, Coca Cola. Proud of your boy, you know. And do the do. Heading over to the Western Front, but yeah, yeah, I'm with. Yeah, the second someone's like, "Well, you would think that Marcus as an Asian." It's like you are as as much as a, a Mena as anyone I know. I mean, all yeah. my all my experience, my seven months living there. But you are as you are as much as a Mena for better or worse, Mena. Yeah. Than yeah, everyone no, else there. Yeah, I do. I under, I understand that. It's just like it's one of those things where I'm just like it's a it's like a talking point again. Like it's, after you run out of valid points, attack you the person. Need, you need to attack the character of the person or whatever yeah. trait you can. I, yeah, I know. I get that when it falls on to all right, all right, white guy upper class, and I'm like, <laughs> you, so we're here you now. Cis white you, male. You can you you blue eyed fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, that this is where we are, but. <laughs> It, you know, I'm almost at a point where 
I'm I've, I'm stuck. I've been debating with myself over the last month that I think I'm just going to start blindly voting third party for the rest of my life because the argument you always hear against third party is it's throwing away your vote. No one's gonna. They're not going to win. But that's been yeah, and it's true. Yeah. But that's been the argument. I mean, the first election I remember was Bush Gore. I was ten. I remember vaguely hearing that, like an uncle saying that or something. Well, that's that was that was five elections, right? Two thousand four, eight, twelve, sixteen. That was five elections ago. Yeah. You do it long enough, eventually, because that's the only thing I can think of that will ever even remotely help this system. Is a third. Imagine if someone came out that was like, "Proud Boys suck, Antifa sucks. We should have a middle of the road health care." Yep. Imagine if that guy came out and it just wasn't Biden and, and Trump yelling at each other. To me, it's so I'm looking at it as I'm 30 now. God willing, I live to 70, 80. Maybe I can just help push the needle. I'm just blindly vote third party until I die. Dude, it's it's one of those things where, I mean, we've been like politics and identity stuff has just been polarizing in such far spectrum so it's like it's equal it's equal blame and it's equal system exactly because i'm just like well the other thing is it's because i'm like this is how wild like the i was talking with someone about this in the government like about the government where like the government is not afraid of the public anymore (laughs) not at all no, and it's and it's like it's an it's 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 a subject that I've been kind of trying to make jokes about. I'm like, do you think change is possible without violence? And I'm like, because I'm like, we don't have any foreign enemies right now. We're our worst enemy exactly right now. And we've asked for change. We've asked for like like not even like a strike. Like we've been protesting. We've been striking. And I'm like, nonviolently cool we're doing it by the rules and i'm like there's the tipping point when it gets there i'm like it's it's getting it just is escalating more and more especially with like rbj rbg like you know supreme court that whole thing there's so there's so many like different different aspects where i'm like it's getting to that point and i'm like there's gonna but i there's also like the amount of blind patriots and Mm -hmm. blind like allegiance to america Mm -hmm. that it's wild and i i I posted this earlier i'm like it's the there's not enough second amendment believing liberals to make the civil war even (laughs) if we're gonna have one yeah that's the thing man is if there's a civil war like on one side it's like conservatives are like we'll wipe out liberals the other side it's like well that to me that's like you have to have both people. So that's a terrible, aside from the fact that civil war is just a terrible idea, period. Mm-hmm. I was like, that won't, that won't be good because now the only people left will be right. Yeah. And then it's just going to, eventually the people on the right are going to become left as it moves farther right. So that's not good. Like that's yeah. no outcome. Good comes from that. It's like, but it does kind of feel like I've one of my favorite things ever is a, is not the comedian George Carlin, but the historian Dan Carlin of Hardcore yeah. History. He has a he has a, a six-episode um, series on World War One called Blueprints for Armageddon. And it is better than any audiobook I've ever listened to, hands down, period. Yeah. I mean, and it's free. It's, it's the best. It's six episodes, four hours each. And you start listening to it thinking like, what the f- World War One? No one gives a shit. It's World War One. Proud boys, right? No. 
Dude, it is it is more edge of your seat than fucking Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. It's insane. So plug for that. Blueprints of Blueprints for Armageddon. The way he describes it happening in the first episode, building up to it, I've been getting feelings of that this whole like last six months. It just feels like this train that can't slow down. And it almost yeah. feels like it's it's out of our hands. Like it just it's almost it's like hydroplaning. It feels like the thing is just going, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Like I'm not there's like really like as an individual within my lifetime, it's just we're just riding along the machine that's already been there. Cause I'm like, it's everyone who thinks that they can individually change it or like, you know, get everyone behind them together. It's like, you're not going against Trump. You're not going against the right. You're going against generations and the system and the way that like certain er areas, like certain areas are, because even now it's like, you know, the United States, it's, you know, we're, we've ignored small government and then big government has now taken, like has taken so much control and now what you're trying to do is you're trying to change like you're trying to change federal government to help the small government when the focus should have been you should have been focusing on small government more because the cities that like i was just in philly and like you know they made the thing like oh bad things happen in philly uh, but no philly no philly philly itself philadelphia in pennsylvania has been struggling through the pandemic and it just like exacerbated things new york has been in debt forever yeah it's just the <laughs> like, dawn like, of time like like literally new york's existence is just uh is just like a maxed out credit card that we just keep moving to a different credit card that's really it and like all the commercial real estate is going to be like the downfall of yeah. that but also we didn't need that much commercial real estate. Like the reason why it's overpopulated and there's like a space problem in New York is because yeah, we have way, we have more, sto- we have bigger stores than there's like residential space for people. Yeah. Like, there's, it's just, I mean, dude, those billionaires row, dude, no one can look me in the eye and tell me this trade face. That's that. That's just not money laundering. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, it's o- so, overseas it's so cash. I mean, what is it? Four four ninety three Park Ave. What is that? The super. I mean, there's a lot of super. I love skyscrapers. So, but there's a lot of like super skinny skyscrapers going up in Manhattan right now. But this one's been finished for a while. It's the white one. It's just like a perfect. It has perfect like square windows. That one. I mean, the uppermost floors. I'm not kidding you, dude. They're selling for ninety million a piece, a hundred million yeah. a piece. That's just and no one lives there. That's just overseas. Yeah. Some Venezuelan guy just got cash from probably like, you know, a bunch of kids mining them to death. He just placed yeah. that over there. No one gives a fuck. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really it. Like the, the there's obviously like the distribution. I don't even want to get into the distribution. <laughs> like that's that's how annoying the machine is. I'm like, it's such a well-oiled machine that all the problems bleed into one another. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And it's so yeah, it's so. It's such a fantastically created and efficient machine. It is. It's the machine. It's just that it almost makes you self-censor because you're so sick of it, right? It's yeah. like imagine no, the Na- yeah. yeah. Imagine the Nazis occupying your neighborhood. And you're in Poland, and not only is it the worst thing ever, but everyone's talking about it so much. You're like, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. So you just ignore it. There's German tanks outside, but you're like, what's for dinner, right? It's yeah. just. 
it's like like I said, I woke up this morning and was like, I'm not gonna talk about the debates today because I just don't fucking want to. But you can't. It just yeah. it's just you know, it's like venom, Spider Man. It, it just Yeah, no, you gotta it's it's gotta be present. I mean it's this is also a great podcast episode. This uh, yeah, is like the yeah. one where I'm like, Oh, how does has a Tommy Kerrigan feel? How does Mark's trying to feel? I'm like, there's an episode for that. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. It's like ah, uh, God. Like, yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much that's pretty much how we have to deal with like the current like state of things because I'm like, it is upcoming. Like, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that the South Park special on coronavirus is funny enough that I'm like, oh yeah, this is brilliant. Thank you, South Park. Thank you for making a big statement that reaches to both sides. And I'm just like, the, uh, the only thing I could think of. I just made my picture a little bigger because someone told me I need to stop being a weird little thumbnail up in the right hand yeah. corner. So not that you give a fuck, but <laughs> the only thing I could think of last night is, I don't know if you remember, but, um, it was like, a, it was like 2012 South Park, I think. And it was, um, it was like the meme ep- or they're like, they're like planking. They're like, what is it? They're like faith healing. And they're, oh like, yeah. They're doing like all the dumb challenges. Oh, long Johnson or, but I remember it starts with all of them at the debate at the Republican debate. And South Park, it's just, it's it's not even like a memorable thing, but part of that episode right at the beginning is just all the candidates talking. They're just talking over each other. Yeah, they'll all start talking. It's almost like when there's a delay in the podcast and you both kept, keep talking and then stopping. And that's all I could think of last night. It's just three voices like, "Well, Mr. President." Well, and I was just like, I was like, "Holy fuck!" But it does. I don't. Is it just that? Because the question comes in with people I have on of my age group, like you, us old fucks now. Are you 30 yet? You 30? No, I get to be anywhere. <sighs> but if industry's listening, I could pass for 25 or younger. If you, or you can play a high school or an American Pie movie. Dude, I still, dude, I still played. I got these dimples, dog. You I'm can good. play. You I'm could play American. You could be an American Pie movie. You could be in a high school movie. I, yo, I want, dude, which is annoying because I'm like, I, I've auditioned for college and I'm like, yo, I am almost 30. Why am I still being cast as a high schooler? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just I just switched my camera. Now I see you over here. Okay, no worries. It's fine. Because like right now I'm looking at your image, but I know yeah. that you're not seeing me look at the camera, right? Yeah. Well, I, I just moved my little image. I was okay, whatever. towards I just, the camera. All right, so it's all right. Well, okay, well, I just want to make sure it doesn't look like I'm talking to you. Like, but. Yeah, you could definitely play a high schooler. Do you ever watch like high school movies now? Like movies we used to watch. Oh in yeah, high school? with all like the hot thirty year olds. And you're or like, are you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, no. When we were in high school and we watched high schoolers, because those were like those were like forty year olds playing. Yeah, high well, well, it doesn't matter. None of it. Like when we were in high school, they look. We we're like, oh, these high schoolers. But now I look back and I'm like, those are like adult men and like porn stars playing <laughs> high schoolers. <laughs> it's, but yeah. Do you think that it's just because it's a weird time that things are, have been seemingly getting crazier and crazier since like 2012-ish, right? Yeah. Is it just, is it the Mayans? Is it just that we are getting older because we are 22 and now we're, th- are we just getting older and seeing the world for the shit show that it is? Or is the world actually turning more into a shit show? Because we're at a weird like double, like we can't separate it, you know? Older people will say it's crazier now than ever. But we can't see that because we're just getting older. Well, no, the old, I feel like older people, because even then, like, it's all about communication. So it's like, it's it's one of the things like about um, 
even like social connectivity, like, you know, before, why is the, why did the internet turn worse? I'm like, oh, before, you know, we were just talking to people within our media circles, but then as the internet connected us all, now we're having conversations with people in California. So then it became a different thing and it opened up the conversation. Cause I'm like opening up the conversation. Like we were at that age where we were still like developing, but then we were also at the age where, oh yeah, uh, remember when you guys were in elementary school and we had you dress up like the Native Americans and the pilgrims and we're like, they were best friends. And then in high school, they're like, oh yeah, genocide. I was like, boom, like that one, like that was like new, that was, I remember that was like such a funny curriculum because like I heard about the genocide from my Native American friends who like, you know, eventually came to school with me in like middle school and like because the teachers are like trying to tell the story and then this kid's like no that's that's a lie yeah. <laughs> like, middle school was yeah they were all best friends right middle school no no no, yeah. no. El- elementary elementary yeah. school and stuff like that whenever they tell like when they used to tell like the yeah like Native american yeah. story and the pilgrimage and like the 13 colonies and shit like that they're like squanto like you know talk about court and they're like wasn't there like a big genocide thing and they don't mention it yeah. but then when it comes to like the jews and like all that stuff they're like oh no that was a genocide it was terrible <laughs> and you know what else never comes up in in like american history at least from what i believe what was that? Uh, probably it was probably something in, in like it's New York City, so I'm like either something construction wise happened or it was, I thought something it was wild. A, I thought that was a gunshot. I don't know, maybe. God bless. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 see I'll see a little notification on my phone if it was. Okay. Well, well, that's where we are now, 2020. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. We never learned about, or maybe we did. I don't think we did. Did we learn about? all of the uh, Japanese Americans FDR put in internment camps. No, that, dude, they were so, <laughs> they were so, uh, they were literally so like, it's one of the things when you talk about American history, cause I'm like, yeah, it's the whole history books written by it. Yeah. And they're like trying to educate. Cause I'm like, that's real. That's really it. Like after you, like all my, all like the history war buffs, they just like enjoy reading about the celebrations of victory of america yeah. but then once you get like in the deep history you're just like oh it was the stuff that brutal. we tell children are lies it and then brutal. it's like boom it was oh yeah you see the signs during world war ii on businesses and it was like japanese yeah. no no application right yeah, yeah i mean that was and that never gets brought up or the 1933 business plot where uh, yeah they tried to take over and establish a fascist government by using Smedley Butler, who is like yeah. the high, most decorated Marine of all time. Never gets brought like an actual attempt to overthrow the U.S. government. It's called the business plot, capital B, capital yep. P in 1933. Never gets brought up. But part of me thinks it's it's like because there's, there's this weird, at least for us, there's like a three thing happening for everyone else. It's a two thing happening. Two thing is, is the U.S. just getting crazier? The second thing that it's hard to separate from is, it, are we just becoming more connected, right? If everyone yeah. could make a tweet yeah. in 1860, we might think it was just as crazy then. But because like one in every four people could read, let alone yeah. write, let alone get into a newspaper, let alone receive a newspaper, right? Versus now yeah. you can just get on and be like, Hillary Clinton's a Satanist cannibal, hashtag QAnon, right? Anyone can fucking say that. You don't even need to know how to write. You can just hit the microphone and talk, and it will write it for you. Yeah. So is it, so one is America getting crazier? Two, is it just that 
is it and or everyone now has access to everyone else and then us and or the three is that is this just a thing that happens between the ages of 22 and 30 whether it's now or whether it's 1400 ad where you realize the world isn't as rosy anymore is that just like a normal progress you know almost as it's as common as like puberty right is do you just get a little more disillusioned so it's hard to do you get what i'm saying it's hard to separate which is which well i mean no matter what like i feel like after after you get out of high school obviously like that's like leaving the nest and all that stuff and then like then your concerns become financial fiscal and then like then there's like the whole family building thing now because like i've 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 already have met the point where i'm like oh yeah with climate change yeah i don't want to bring any children in the world and like that's like that's like that's like a weird thing but also at the same time i'm like oh I don't have the I don't have the family ideal anymore because I'm like there's still plenty of Americans who are like oh you know the American dream like you know I won't feel fulfilled as a human being unless I have a family yeah. and then the millennial generation we don't give a shit about marriage we don't give a shit about like all these other profitable institutions yeah like, even like my favorite thing is like with like you know everyone trying to take advantage of welfare I'm just like yeah i'm like they're so poor and guess what that system was set up so that way there's an option for raising children and overpopulating because guess what you're just creating more american consumers yeah it's it's such a dumb machine that just again it just just fills into the next thing and then and then now you just have like this dumb blame for like oh you're taking advantage of this and then you know everyone everyone will celebrate like oh like my favorite thing was like after they re- after the New York Times released the taxes, mm-hmm. which again, so polarized right now that means nothing to the right. They're not like, oh man, yeah. And then you have all these Fake dumb news. fiscal, yeah. You have all these dumb fiscal people coming in with the defending, like you know, you know, I I do taxes, I save as much money. That's just a smart guy. I'm like, no, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, if he was poor, you'd be like, what a piece of shit. And like, he lied on his taxes, but if he's rich and he lied on his taxes. I'm just like, it's such a hypocrisy that it makes me so like, it's, it's so dumb how we celebrate, how we celebrate people because of their position wherever. Yeah. Because they have, they are running with the party that we agree with. Yeah. You know, exactly. She's a, you know, you, you see any of your friends, you ever had a friend that's like going after a girl, has like a crush on her, and she's like, maybe not outright cheating on her current boyfriend, but she'll, she'll like flirt back with your friend and your friend's like, oh, I think she likes me. And it's like, dude, if, if, if she'll cheat on that guy now with you, I know you think yep. you're special, but the same thing can happen down the road, right? Yep. But then, but then it happens to you, not your friend, and immediately you throw your blinders on. You're like, oh no, she'll never do that right it's it's just blind yeah. cognitive dissonance it's the same thing yeah you're right if it's a poor guy who only paid 715 taxes you'd be like welfare queen but yeah. if it's a billionaire you go that's just a smart guy unless unless it's a billionaire running for the democrats and then it's well, well bloomberg he's a fucking cunt but trump does it and i'm like oh well he's a smart businessman it's yeah. where does the truth lie what the fuck is going on are we just it's I know you'd like this quote. I saw it a while ago on uh, R Psychedelics, and it was every psychedelic trip is a lightning strike in the middle of the night on like a moonless night. It lights up the same landscape, 
but each time it's from a different angle so it gives you a different image but it's lighting up the same landscape and the landscape is ultimate reality right objective truth yeah and but you see it from different angles so you can be looking at the same hill and in my mind i see it as just like a mile wide on a little valley some trees just at night you know lightning strike and you see it all for a second yeah but if you look at that from different angles with different lightning strikes the same exact piece of land can look completely different you know it's like looking at an optical illusion if you look at it one way it looks like a vase or a vase but then you like you close an eye and you see a woman i've been thinking more and more about what is the objective reality and not in a physical sense not in like well objective reality is is there's four major forces in the universe and gluons and quarks and blah 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 no i mean like is there an objective reality of what's going on in humanity right now is there like an objective this is the person that's working for us this is the person that's working against us but right now we're all just looking at it from different lightning strikes some of us yeah. are looking at it through the cnn lightning strike some of us are looking at it through the fox some of us are you're some of us are watching the debates playing poker some of it some of us are watching it with our parents and we're all all these things are different lenses is there any hope that we're ever going to see the objective truth or is it just a lightning strike shit show until we nuke ourselves <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, I mean, that was that was deep and existential. Uh, just, now. For you, just for you, just for you, baby, just for you, Marcus. Um, I pull out the big guns. Yeah, yeah no, that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. I'm like, I, I would say, like, you know, it's gonna get bad so that we nuke ourselves. I think that there's gonna be a point that there's gonna be a re- there's gonna be a reasoning where I think ultimately we're gonna have to. It's you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to kind of eventually redefine like what patriotism is and like like Americanism because like that's it. Like I think that that's like probably the most annoying thing is everyone has like something that they consider. Oh, you're this is you're the, you're the reason why the country's being ruined, and I'm just like okay, but what's the different like what's the different situation? like that it determines that because you know obviously we have all our different separations like you know again it's all it's all clashing identities so that would i guess be the lightning strikes but again if you take out race if you take out gender if you take out class then what does that look like what is Who? what is the truth what is the truth what is yeah hold on because I'm 30 years old and live with my parents, my mom's calling me. So Marcus, take the reins. Welcome to Marcus Cast. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, what's up? Uh, uh, I, thought you, I thought you were saying that to me. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. I'm, I'll talk to people. <laughs> God damn it, my mom. Okay, keep talking. Yeah, do your thing. Okay, guys, uh, Tommy's talking to his mom, so now you get to hear the stylings of Marcus Cardona. Just talking about the world. Um, yeah, so while we're here and it seems like the world is bleak, uh, if you're alive, just be grateful, be happy to be part of this wonderful part of history. Um, but really, it's, you know, just be grateful, I guess, uh, in this time. Everything that's happening around us is outside your control. So... Just do what you can to control the environments around you. This is a fun little spiritual affirmation from me. Um, whoever's listening, uh, I hope that you know you're doing well. I hope that you're finding relationships that you find worthy, that they're growing. You've let go of the relationships that you don't deem worthy anymore. Uh, finding some self improvement, finding own 
happiness uh, because you need to ultimately I've been focusing on how I can internally bring myself joy and like I guess like sift through what external influences are upon me because as individuals we're just small specks in the grand scheme of things obviously we can influence one another but we should just focus on being as present as possible yourself in the world and everything else all right and tommy is back boom we're here that's okay guy yo i mean if you're gonna do the editing there's some fun positive affirmations no, fuck, the podcast. fuck that i'm not editing that out i'm not editing that out I love positive affirmations. <laughs> I do positive affirmations every day, man. I uh, I do I I I know it's new agey, but my 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 so my mom my mom went for a bike ride. My mom's healthy as fuck, and uh, she went for a bike ride but got a flat tire. But my dad no no are you picking are you picking her up? <laughs> no, my dad just got home, so he's going to do that. So uh, the podcast goes on. Uh, but, cool. Hey, this this again. This is how I always look at. It. This is my origin story. This is my superhero origin story. Remember when TVC was so small and got interrupted by his mom getting a flat tire? God willing, it gets bigger because otherwise that won't sound good. But um, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's kind of... Were you being sarcastic or were you being serious? But positive. I know, I was serious. I was just yeah. like, oh, well, I was like, what, what do I fill this time period yeah. with? I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to do some positive affirmations. Dude, I do. I do. I, I did it all throughout college. I'd meditate every morning and then I would just like... Even like three years out, I'd picture in my mind, like, what is it going to be like to get into med school? Like, and not just, yeah. well, you're going to get in. I'd be like, I'm going to get like the piece of mail. And I was like, it's going to have like the school, like, you know, whatever insignia on it. Like, I know, like, my mom's going to do that, like, annoying mom scream when they're happy, you know, the, or, you know, that's something, you know. I know my dad's going to be, I know I'm going to be proud. And like, I would just kind of go through it all, right? Like, yeah. I know I'm going to have to go interview. And I would try to like feel it. I'd be like, well, if you got to go interview, right, you got to go get on a plane ride. And it's like, so I try to like, you know, well, plane ride, just think, you know, window seat, you got the air conditioner on, your shitty Diet Coke. I would just try to like feel it in my head. And I mean, I, I am a believer in it as much as a science oriented person as I am. I do believe that there's something to it. I don't think that it's all, I don't think that it's all horseshit. Oh no! I'm like, yo, you gotta man manifest it, talk about it. I, I got, I, I do vision boards sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but it mostly, I guess, uh, for positive affirmations that I've been recently doing is uh, just being present. Mm -hmm. uh, inter, inter, trying to internal influences rather than external. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that's that's pretty much been the whole pandemic. I'm just yeah. like, you can't go outside. You have to like just stay socially distanced. I'm not networking. I'm not meeting new people. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm yeah. like, there's no real external influences there. So yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, cause I'm like, especially if, uh, if you deal with any, like anything like, um, uh, like depression or anything like that, or even if you have like ADHD, cause I'm like, it's all just chemicals. Mm -hmm. It's in your head. So how do you combat that? You just got to real, you got to realize it's like, it's like unplugging from the matrix. You got to just realize that. Yeah. This is temporary. <laughs> yeah, none of it's real. It's <laughs> yeah, well, none of it's real forever. That's what I yeah. do, man. Whenever I have anxiety, like at work or something, you know, sometimes I'll just get anxiety going in. It just, you know, even though I'm just stocking liquor shelves, but it'll still just be. But I remind myself whenever it happens, I'm like, there's never as many times as I've had anxiety and as many times as I will in the future, 
it's never lasted forever. It does at some point go away. Is hey, is my audio coming through well? Because I turned on a fan under my laptop. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. This thing overheats, dude. Um, but it always goes away. But that's what I try to remind myself is like when I'm feeling something, I'm like, this is just that. Like this isn't this isn't the objective reality. This is just a lightning strike. Yeah. It's like depressed or you I hate not days you don't get enough sleep the whole day just feels so fucking off. Right. Yeah. And it's but I was telling myself, I'm like, this isn't like I get no sleep gives me like more anxiety than anything where I'm like, oh, I'm doing poorly. Like, people are disappointed in me. Like I'm I was just telling myself, I'm like, that's just you're just looking at it through the lens right now. Or right? you just, you know, if you like your windshield wipers all like shitty and covered in mud, that doesn't mean that outside is shitty. You just got to, you know, it's temporary. Just yeah. clean the windshield. I'm like, this is just the lens that I'm looking at reality through right now. Right, it's just you didn't get enough sleep. Like that's fine, or something's fucked up. It's not enough dopamine in one spot. Like all right, give give it time. It goes, you know, get some sleep, stay hydrated, do some exercise, do some meditation, but just keep going. It always goes back to normal. But yeah, staying more present is. I mean, if that's not the, if that's not the uh, the holy grail of it all, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I'm like, well, if you're not, if your head is in the past, then that's regret. And then if you're worried about the future, that's anxiety or whatever. Was that anxiety? I have no yeah, idea. Eckhart Tolle. You ever read any yeah. Eckhart? Yeah. Yeah, of, of, of course, yeah. dude. I, I, I do shrooms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course I've heard of him. Yeah. Eckhart Tolle is a fucking badass man. That is a peaceful motherfucker. But you look at him or like Ram Dass or Alan Wall or another great guy, yeah. M- Michael A. Singer. He wrote the book The yeah. Untethered Soul and um, The Surrender Experiment. Those are both insanely good books. They all have, there's something in them that, like, you can't fake. We just kind of, like, if you ever watch videos of these guys talking, it's not. Oh, yeah, dude, just, I listen to Alan Watts all the time. Yeah, I go yeah. sleep to that. <laughs> oh, I love Alan Watts. But if you ever look at any videos, specifically videos, Eckhart Tolle, Ram Dass, you just see them, and you're like, this guy isn't faking it. Unless this guy is on, like, unless this guy has, like, an IV drip of Xanax 24-7, like, this yeah. guy is on a, this guy is vibing good. And that's the, like, I saw some, like, old, like, screenshots I took forever ago that I have no recollection of taking them, but I found them, so I knew that there must have been some reason. But, um, let's see. One of them was, oh, yeah, here's a good one. You are being presented with two choices, evolve or repeat. That's it. That's all life is. That is a good one. The willow knows what the storm does not, that the ability to endure harm outlives the power to inflict it. Death is only the end if you assume the story is about you. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> if the mountains were smooth, you couldn't climb them. I like that one a lot. The most brilliant of flowers never bloom under the shade of the trees, so, you know, leave your safety. No single raindrop believes it is to blame for the flood. That's a good one. Don't set yourself on fire to keep others warm. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Love is like a fart. You can't force it or it'll be shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I learned long ago, never wrestle with a pig. You get dirty, and besides, the pig likes it. <laughs> yeah, so there's just some little... Yeah. Is, is it? <laughs> that, that one just seems like... Yo, all pigs have, like, wrestling fetishes. That's yeah. all. <laughs> you're, you're not... Yeah, you're not beating it. It's just... Yeah. Did you really have a bad day or did you have 10 to 20 minutes where you let your thoughts run undisciplined and that led to a bad vibe that carried your whole day? Come on, man. You run this shit. Pay attention. 
This has nothing to do with any of that. Middle schoolers are terrifying because they haven't even discovered empathy yet. So it's just a bunch of psychopaths struggling to learn long division. I don't know why I have yeah. that. Hey, I mean that's I mean that's 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 all valid. Like <laughs> I think I I think that I think that's something that like every now and then I'm like I hate the people who've like, oh, I'm like, what's your big heartbreak or something like that? I'm like, oh, what happened? And I'm like, oh, they had like that's why that's also why I never understand like the appeal of dating younger even as i get older because i'm just like emotional maturity and like all that shit oh. i'm like it's so important for a vibe oh dude I'm just... oh dude up until i was like 28 i was like i consistently still thought that like 18 to 21 year old girls were the hottest now that i'm fucking like i'd say the last two years i don't give a fuck <laughs> if they're if they're more than like a year younger than me and they haven't if and they're not as fucking crazy as I am and thus have like the somewhat relative emotional maturity at least where I am and I don't even have a lot yeah if any but I know it's more than when I was younger I don't get I do I work at a liquor store I'm carding all day the, the like the sexiest hottest like sorority girls come in and but to me there's like no it's like objectively I know they're physically attractive but I don't give a fuck there's, yeah. I just don't give a. F I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. There's nothing. There's just nothing. And like, when older girl, I'm 30, so like a 35 year old girl comes in, dude, I am like locked on her because I'm like, this bitch is. She's got as much as crazy shit as I am, right? She's thought about killing herself at least a hundred times. I know everyone else has at least my age, right? That that's that's my favorite. I'm like, what's what's emotional maturity to you? Have you thought about killing yourself? How many? Three? Okay, you're mature as fuck. How many? Three since when? Sunday? What's up? I'm Tommy. <laughs> Here's my number. I know you know the suicide hotline just as well as I do, right? Yeah, that's that's you're right. Emotional it, it is. And I imagine when I'm at 35, we'll look back at this conversation and be like, look at those two little fucking twats, right? Yeah, yeah, they thought they could, they thought they that thought they had maturity it. was discuss, discussing it on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Real yeah. mature. Yeah, they thought, yeah, they thought using that as a, yeah, I bet they're going to plug that as the podcast. Like, hey, here's a deep podcast. No, real, <laughs> yeah, you don't do, you don't talk about it in public. You talk about it one-on-one -on -one over a glass of wine. <laughs> And then when you're 50, it's like, look at these fucking losers using that as a bargaining chip to meet someone. You know, <laughs> it just it just accelerates forever. Yeah. Maybe everyone over 80 is just like a fucking Buddha. But it's like it's like an unspoken secret. You never know until the day you turn 80 and then you see other 80 year olds and they like wink. And you guys are all in your weird like astral projection realm of nirvana and bliss. But they just they're just staying in their old bodies. And it's like it's a joke on all of us. Yep. Or not. Or you just shit your pants. I don't know. Oh, by the way, it is uh, National Podcast Day, which just just so you can plug it. Is it well, <laughs> well, there you go. Well, that's it. I mean, how fucking long has that even been a thing? Oh, dude. I'm like, it, it doesn't matter. I saw that it was like National Sunday, and I'm just like, why? Why? <laughs> I'm like, I, ha I have a birthday. I, I only need to be cel I don't even need to be celebrated for that. Really. No, there's no more celebration. Oh, here's, here's another good one. If you believe that if you traveled to the past and changed one small thing in your life, that it would have a huge ripple effect to the present day, then how come you don't just change one small thing today for future you? That's That mindset, honestly, is, is, is if I remember, is kind of what started this podcast. I was like, what if I just do like an episode every other day? Like, where will I be in a year? Because the time is going to pass anyway, right? Not that much has come of it, but... <laughs> Um, 
<laughs> you'd like this one. Smoking weed in 2007. You're smoking a bowl in the woods a mile behind Taco Bell before a movie. Man, I hope the cops don't show up. Smoking weed in 2020. Guess I'll just hit this vape pen and target. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man, weed's becoming legal recreationally in uh, October 9th in Maine. But also, it's that's also another thing too. Like, I don't smoke, I like, yeah, I, I, I didn't develop as a stoner. Like, if I have it, I'll smoke it. But I'm mm. also never like the guy who's like, oh man, I'm gonna, I need to get an eighth or else I don't have weed on me. Yeah. I'm like, that's another, that's another weird thing that I've matured out of. Like if it's offered to me, I'll take it, but I'm not going out of my way. The same thing with like beer. I'm like, it's more social than anything else. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. I don't seek out. Uh, yeah. I, well, I don't drink anymore, but I don't, okay. and, but I don't actively seek out weed. Like if I'm with some yeah, yeah. friends and they have it and it's like, let's, you know, let's rip it and play some Mario Kart. Sure. But it's like, yeah, yeah there's no like. Fuck, I only got enough for like two more bowls, man. Do you where'd you pick up? He's not fuck he's out of town. Fuck, can we find someone you're texting people you haven't yeah. talked to in seven years? Hey man, do you know where I can buy weed? It's like Yeah, it's I just if it's there if it's there I'll I'll dabble a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, the the war on drugs, am I right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I know, seriously. It's uh, yeah, I don't yeah. Well, I find another thing I don't do, so I don't just like I don't just get like obliterated high anymore either. Like I used to feel a need that if we had it, we had to take bong hits to the head until we couldn't see straight. But now I'm like, I'm like, you know, haven't smoked in two months. I'll take like a hit and a half just to like feel it out and just get a little bit. I don't yeah. see the. <laughs> dude, you... ed- dude, edibles used to wreck me. Now edibles, I'm like, oh, casual. I'm just like, all right, cool. A little tiny one, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, I don't, I don't enjoy that like with whatever it is alcohol or weed i used to love that but i i don't like that just like catatonic like going to a different planet like if i'm gonna go to a different planet i'm gonna take lsd or mushrooms i'm gonna do it by myself i'm gonna do it in a in like a sunny front yard or i'm gonna do it like alone on a bed at night and meditate if i'm gonna go off this planet i'm gonna go out of this fucking galaxy but if i'm not going then i'm not going anywhere does that make sense <laughs> yeah, yeah if i'm gonna go for a trip i'm leaving the universe but I'm not. I'm not going down the street. I'm. I'm just gonna stay sober. It's yeah. I don't know how the fuck we got there. Not important. Last one of these little gay fucking things I screenshotted. The present moment doesn't have any attributes. That one's been helping me a lot. Is I'm angry. I'm like, are you angry and pissed off? Or like, is this a situation to be angry and pissed off in? Or is this a vibe you're choosing right now in a neutral present reality? And it's more than that, right? It's interesting. You talk to yourself as like a secondary character. You don't talk about yourself to like the third person. Like Tommy thinks. Oh, Tommy <laughs> thinks. Yeah. No, I'm a psycho. Dude, I'm a fucking... Thoughts in my head, man. If they were broadcast, I'd be in jail. Or in a straight jacket or both. But I don't. Instead, I have a podcast. But it just... Do you think that complete left field do you think rogan sold out um i mean yeah for spotify i'm like yeah i'm like i mean he's he himself is like already doomsday prepping he gave up on la so now he's just trying to make sure that he's like secure financially i like i'm like does joe rogan like have like joe rogan doesn't play or is he is he is joe rogan joe rogan's married right do you know this? Any of this? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's married and has has three kids. Okay, so then yeah, so then he's just like you know, it's it's like the dad thing. He's like 
you know, make sure his family's safe financially forever he's getting his guns he already already does the hunting thing so i'm like he's already yeah he's already like separated himself so i'm like yeah he's selling out but like also he's like family oriented because like who knows where the world world's gonna end end up i mean you're right dude if if you're what he's in his 50s if you have a if you have a wife and three kids yeah in 2020 right now with the pandemic and the election and the riots I mean, when's the next $100 million check opportunity coming by, right? Yeah. You're not A-Rod. You're not Tom Brady. It's He's yep. got a big thing going, but all these things, they come and go. You got to grab it while it's here. Yeah. You're right, man. Maybe it's just... Maybe it's just get it now. Maybe... Maybe he was planning on phasing out the podcast anyway. Yeah. And instead of just kind of going silently... He was like, "Fuck it! Why don't I just sell it out? It'll become a piece of shit." But I'm planning. I was planning on getting out of this game anyway. Might as well do yeah. it with that hundred million dollar parachute. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's longevity. No matter what, like even if Joe Rogan stopped the podcast, I'm like, he's still getting his like UFC residuals. He's still getting his his other like. I don't think he'd ever like get out of the limelight. And like, he can go on tour whenever. Like, yeah. You know, he, he, like yeah. he doesn't even need to do stand up. He could just talk on stage. And people yeah. Be like, yeah. Joe yeah. Rogan. yeah he's got so many contacts through that now yeah you're right he can do anything yeah but it's all it's all very easy to look at from the outside because we're not yeah. in his you know maybe yeah. you look at it one thing i've been thinking of is because i stock liquor shelves i got nothing but time to think is yeah. is that in a way there's no there's there's no such thing as not selling out because think about it let's just use a band or whatever let's use rogan so what's selling out taking 100 million going to spotify the episodes they used to be live then there was like a a a couple hour delay and now they come out a week later so they're clearly being reviewed he's plugging shit it's clearly not the same it's it's kind of it seems like it's kind of been raped by the corporate world at least in in my edgy opinion (laughs) corporate world what was the price the price was 100 million dollars okay what is the price to not sell out and what is not selling out? Not selling out is staying true, same studio, not leaving, same guests, right? Do it live, and you're doing it for all, all of the listeners. But that costs him one hundred million dollars. Yeah, because he's turning that down to not sell out. So no matter what, it it comes at a cost to someone. There's no such thing as not selling out. You either. Yeah. You either cannot be in the opportunity, you cannot be, you're never presented with the opportunity to sell out, you and I, there's no one even asking us to sell out, right? No. It's once that road, once that opportunity arises, it's not that you can grab it or not, it's that it splits into two forks. You can either not sell out and turn it down and stay true to your fans, but that now costs you the contract, or you take the contract, you get all that, and you don't stay true to the fans. But both are selling out, you're just selling out to a different bidder. Well, it's like, it's not even, I wouldn't say even that because I'm like the artist in terms of like today is like, you know, a pot, like, you know, podcast. Yeah. Joe Rogan wants like interesting episodes. Cause I'm like, but besides that, he was like, you know, just talking, he just became a good moderator and he just had some conversations, literally some episodes. Like I learn a lot about the guests, but I'm just like, eh, it's not really like anything. It was like, it was entertaining, yeah. but I'm like, it's not like mind, like, you know, like expanding and then it just became like a big exposure platform yeah because i'm like in terms of in terms of like 
selling out to for the money i'm like that's cool but i'm like even as an artist like you can sell out to your fans i'm like that's like that's why dave Chappelle hit so much backlash when he came back into comedy because he wasn't doing the Chappelle show he was doing i'm dave Chappelle. i'm old as shit yeah and i'm back at comedy and i'm like i've lived a life since the Chappelle show i'm not the Chappelle show now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're right it's just Honestly, I, I I think it's just you get into that spot where you're offered the check. Yeah. With nine digits in it. <laughs> you just say, fuck it. Yeah. Plus, plus Joe, Rog- Joe Rogan at this point, I'm like, he gets, he like, I, I, I like, it's not, it's not money for him. I think it's honestly just his, uh, his, Funny. his own investments and for his own children and stuff. I honestly think that's all like, it's just, like all the, all these moves are for his family, just not be beyond himself. <laughs> just total dad move. Yeah, oh, because yeah. you know, he gets he gets so much free stuff just as soon as he gets to plug it. Like he has since he got into bow hunting, he gets like so many bow free yeah. bow hunting like yeah. equipment. Uh like any smoker he gets, like you know, he gets his own elk meat and people will send in like their own elk meat recipes from the ufc he gets to like you know meet interview all these people and all those events are sponsored by monster he gets to go to yeah all this stuff i'm like that's that's pretty much it like um i posted recently like because i'm like comedy like comedy itself and entertainment itself is really dictated by like a madman team of being like okay, this is your demographic, we can market you this way, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, and that's just like, you know, creative teams of smaller companies like Comedy Central, same thing with like UFC and stuff like that. But beyond that, there's bigger brands that exist out there that are way more controlling. Anheuser-Busch, mm-hmm. like drinks. And I think that eventually after, because I'm like television, because like still television is like the big one. There's like ABC shows, NBC shows, and those are fading. But, you know, there's, like, the million commercials and, like, beers and stuff like that that are out there, drinks, beverages, food. I think eventually entertainers aren't, aren't going to be like, oh, yeah, that guy is sponsored by, you know, Comedy Central or something like that. It's going to be literally like, oh, that's, a that's like, a Budweiser comedian or something like that. Because uh, I'm like, they're already, they already doing that transition anyway into music because, was it Post Malone Post that Malone. shows? with Budweiser, Budweiser and, then, yeah. and then I'm like, if you're an MTV sponsored musician, what does that even mean? No one really cares. Yeah. Post Malone just always drank Bud Light, even when he yeah. was like small. And that was like reverse sponsorship. He just did it until they picked him up. Yeah. Maybe I just need to do that. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's a podcast game. You got to either, well, no, my favorite thing with podcasts and like, now we're getting meta because we're talking about podcasts, oh. but I love I, I love I love talking about podcasts to on the podcast. Who are listening to the podcast while we're on podcast. <laughs> Happening on podcast day, on National Podcast on, Day. Yeah, this is it. This is the whole thing. This we is it. The podcast we, inside out. we have we have retained Nirvana. We are at the highest state of podcasting. But um yeah, no, I mean podcasts initially because I'm like, no matter what, podcasts were, were the alternative or like the updated version of radio. Mm-hmm. And radio's always had the commercials been like, all right, this is for like this auto insurance. Yeah. And then once podcasts came out, I remember I, I like there's a podcast for some reason. They always have 
sex toy advert like yep. sponsors yep. flashlight yeah i mean yeah one. i'm just like that that's it so i'm like you'd have to find out there um one of my friends he does like a podcast you listen to when you're sleeping and his sponsor is uh purple like the bed the mattress okay yeah yeah so i'm just like that's it like there's gonna be some kind of in order for them to consider like an art profitable now it kind of needs to be an outward market to promote an already existing business that's grown beyond everything else yeah so you would in in our in our doomsday speaking you'd like it so i um i dropped my 10 terabyte hard drive a couple weeks ago and it almost broke and that and that was like the only copy i had of all my podcasts and i realized like that that was a terrible idea to just have one copy so i got I got three identical hard drives, but they're like shock resistant, uh, like water resistant. Like you can submerge them in water for like 20 minutes and they're still good. Like some of these like hardcore ones. And I got three. So I just dumped, I have have, have triple backups now. And then I was like, well shit, what if they like, so then I got like a dry bag, right? And I just kind of left them in a dry bag just to put them all in one, because I had to have them in one spot anyway. I'm OCD. So I was like, why don't I just get a dry bag? You know, if I ever spill whatever. And then I was like, well, shit, I've already gone this far. Like, why, why not fire protection? So I bought I bought a little uh, sentry safe from Home Depot. A little tiny one. But it's it's rated for one hour at yeah. 1,700 degrees. And I was like, okay. But then I was like, well, I've already come this far. <laughs> so what's the final one? What's the, what's the silver bullet to all electronics and all data? It's an electromagnetic pulse from a nuclear weapon and or a sun flare. And I know how you go against those Faraday cages because that's what all the nuclear bunkers have. That's what Air Force One has. It's just copper like thread woven throughout the whole thing. Just yeah. It's like the one protection where it's just like, it's almost like a cheat code. You just can't penetrate it. Just some, it's like a constant in the universe. Copper just provides that shield. It's a Faraday shielding. Well, I looked up and there actually is a company that makes Faraday bags and it's for people and they I mean they advertise it for like military but it's also like don't want an ex stalking you but don't yeah. want to like because how do you get it so no one stalks you? you throw your phone in the water or leave it at home what if you still want to bring your phone with you so they created these little like Faraday packs yeah. they're 20 bucks you drop your phone I tried it out I put in headphones turned on audible dropped it in the bag shuts off immediately I tried it with air dropping it shuts off halfway through just put it in the Faraday so I was like okay okay it works and so I got those. So I got a couple of those little ones from Amazon, right? Shout out Trillionaire, Jeff Bezos, supporting the machine. But I got those. So now I've got an EMP-proof, waterproof, fireproof, dustproof, shockproof backup system. Just pure, just OCD, right? No need for it, but I have it now. Yeah, of, all the, of all these gems of podcasts. Of all, I know, right? I know, right? It's not, it's not even like the only people who are yeah. doing that are like, cryptocurrency yeah 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 or the, just like <laughs> yeah the people with the nuclear codes or the the location of like cia spies and i was like well that's the that's the so what shock dust fire water emp but there's a sixth big one and what that is is that it contains nothing of value for anyone to steal <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's my real trump card is yeah, it has that, that'll, nothing that'll, that'll, that'll be a tr- that'll, yeah that'll be that'll be dumb that'll <laughs> so, be yeah if someone someone holds you up at gunpoint 
and then they get and then they like are like oh here's the 200th episode of here's the, the 200th episode it's all just him and his idiot friends why the fuck did we we're after doing... it's and it's also because you're a millennial it's in like three different folders yeah and yeah they're all named something different and then it says porn and then you open it and it's just oh and it's zipped yeah and it, it's just a podcast and it's no value no nothing but because i'm a psycho I did it because to me it was like, what's the point of doing these podcasts if they could all be for naught, right? And so I did that. So any point being to wrap it around, I contacted the company that makes the Faraday bags. It's called Mission Darkness. I told them about. It. I was like, hey, will you guys sponsor me? They're like, we're not going to sponsor you. And I was like, fair. They're <laughs> like, but they're like, we will send you like a free bag. And I was like, okay. So all that to say this. I have a free bag coming in the mail. That is the first thing the podcast has earned me. Is a free twenty dollar Faraday bag. Great story, I know. But hey, the yeah. podcast is making moves. Hey, but now, <laughs> like you know, you get the free plug for the Faraday bag, and people get to know about it now. So maybe there's a smaller company that's going to find it and be like, all right, cool. Shit, Mark, I'll I'll send you one. You can use it. Tell me how it works. No psychos, <laughs> no 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 crazy exes stalking you. But I mean. I guess if the only, if the only like uh, constant is that we're going towards like a totalitarian dictatorship, that can't hurt to be able to block tracking or signals, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like every now and then, like everyone has who's paranoid. I'm like, oh, there's no real information to get from me. There's <laughs> nothing. Like, to, there's what? no value. Yeah, that's our biggest protect, protecting thing. Is that there's nothing to. What are you getting from me, man? What are you? What are you yeah, you know. My, yeah, my yeah, my ego's not inflated enough that I'm just like, oh, you know what? If I get taken out of the world, you guys are losing. You guys are really missing out. You're, lo- you're, you're taking a cog out of the ma- no. The machine's gonna grind on like a fucking barge going at a mile an hour. Whether or not yeah. I'm here, the machine's gonna just crank on. Yep. Oh, just grinding out people, just sucks in millennials, extracts labor, and then just. Bits him out. <laughs> so that's where we are, Marcus. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, that was full expression of how you feel yeah. and how how, mo- how most of us feel, in all honesty. But you know, again, there are the egotistical people who are like, "Oh no, I'm separate." I'm like, "No, you're no. as much of this as no. possible." No. And like, can you contribute change? I'm like, "You think you can, but you can't." Yeah, no raindrop thinks it's responsible for the flood. Yep. But does that go back to support my my bullshit argument for a third party? No one uh, thinks no, they can make a yeah, flood. No, None no. of the rain. It, 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 it doesn't. But okay, so <laughs> fuck, I guess fuck let's me. do the, Let's do let's do this. Let's do this from the then. So no raindrop uh, feels like they're responsible, they're responsible for, the for the flood. Okay, so I guess the equivalent of third party would be. If you're a rain, if you're a raindrop, and <laughs> there's like two towns getting flooded, but like literally all the raindrops fall this way or that way, and then you fall here, but then like you know it doesn't really count because I'm like I guess yeah like yeah, that's yeah, it yeah, yeah and then, but but then like you know you're trying to make a point you're not going to convince other raindrops to like move direction because they're so far like but, opposite sides but maybe that's the logic though. The, the idea that one raindrop thinks it can't possibly create a flood. Like, but what if every raindrop is thinking that? Well, I'm not going to go do it because I'm not going to convince anyone else. Yeah. But what if that's what everyone's thinking? And one person does it, and someone else does it, and someone else does it. 
granted, it's idyllic, eye-rolling, romantic shit. But yeah. <laughs> the way I look at it is, is like, what the fuck do we have to lose? If yeah. last night was the best we have to choose from, what the fuck do we have to lose? Yeah. You know? Trump is a, a billionaire paying nothing in taxes. Biden just got ten, was it five or ten times the backing from Wall Street that Trump got. So they're both just, they're both not fighting for us. Yeah, yeah. So what do we have to lose? That's my logic. Yeah. Make them offer you something that will make you want to vote for them instead of just voting by default. Right? Yeah. Because neither are offering something that is necessarily... No one's voting for one candidate because they want them. They're voting because they hate the other. Right? Yeah. So if there's some third-party person that's like, fuck it, federally legalized weed, no, never going to overturn Roe v. Wade, socialized Medicare, we'll still keep the military big, strong borders, but you can also get a sex change, just everything from both sides. What if you could actually have a candidate that people voted for instead of voting against someone else? Does that make sense? Yeah, it's all. I mean, it's all nauseatingly naive and and idyllic, right? Maybe if we all just try together, guys, we can do it. And the machine grinds <laughs> on. The military-industrial complex just says, "Fuck off!" Just, <laughs> just the sausage grinder. But even if that is the case, if none of it matters, then what does it matter whether or not I go vote for one of the two or whether yeah. I just take some idyllic romantic mindset? If none of it matters, why not just do the one you want to do anyway, right? Kind of Alan Watts. None of it matters. You're all going to die. Yeah. None of this matters. Might as well be a stand-up comedian. Might as well start a podcast. None of it matters, right? You're not going to fix it. There's no... You can't... It's not a game. The universe can't be beat. There's no... We did it. We made it. Even if, even if we somehow get by without civil war and we go on to create utopia, ultimately, we're still just on one little fucking piece of iron silicate dust around an unsubstantially impressive star in the middle yeah. of infinity none of it matters <laughs> yeah no, that's, that's pretty much yeah that, that's that's pretty much it man like yeah it, none of it yeah i'm like it, i mean that's that's my favorite thing because i'm like if nothing has value because it doesn't matter then any way that you feel about it it's again it's 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 mindset it's you can either have a positive outlook on nothing mattering or a positive or, or a negative, negative outlook yeah. <laughs> yeah positive nihilism i think that's i think that's my favorite mindset oh yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> nothing matters it all sucks or nothing matters fuck it go ask out the girl you have a crush on she said no doesn't matter nothing matters right yep i think that's the way to go am i burning you out marcus no, no, I'm good, man. Oh. I'm chilling. I'm oh. like, uh, I'm like, you still, yeah, we still got like 40 minutes. Yeah. And I can like still be on this. Yeah. Well, I, I just don't want to force you because I'll, yeah. I'll shut, I'll never shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, just, I, I keep people hostage, man. So if you're back in New York now, how long have you been back? Because you've been in, you've been in Maine um, since the first time yeah. you came on. Oh, no, I'm, this is just work stuff. Uh, I had work uh, in Philly last uh thursday uh and then i have work again this thursday through friday then i'm gonna go back to maine um until the 12th i think at 12th or 13th i had to be back in new york for another work project because every company is trying to advertise in the fourth quarter that's 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 also annoying part yeah but yeah and like this is this is just like temporary work i'm like and again like all my plans for longevity are just like oh, it's 
whatever nothing matters it's whatever <laughs> yeah i mean dude that's what i am right now i work at a liquor store i have no yeah. intentions of like i'm gonna crawl up the liquor store corporate ladder no i'm yeah. getting cash for hard drives <laughs> like yeah <laughs> you know i'm getting better internet i'm getting a laptop fan like so I, do you think so last night trump said that the vaccine is weeks away do you think that was as bullshit as everything else in that 90 minutes Oh yeah, I know absolutely. But also, it's what it's one of those things because it's a new vaccine. There's so many people who like they think you know when 2020 is over that everything's going to be good. When Trump is out of office, it's going to be good. When we have the vaccine, it's going to be fine. And I'm like, there's so much like there's so much like ignorance of the concept of time, the concept of vaccines. Because I'm like, I'm like. Anti-vaxxers are inherently wrong, but you know the reasoning behind anti-vaxxing is because of like you know the unknowns. And I'm like, I'm like, no one wanted to take the first polio vaccine. Yeah. it was a necessity. Yeah, AIDS, the first vaccines. No, I'm like Magic Johnson. Even though they stopped it, it took them a while to get there. Yeah, you good? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like hearing like background stuff. I, I think thought I like heard like a dog neighbor. barking or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I'm just like, it's all, it's all just like, it's all, it's all like crazy. Like, you know, people thinking of immediate solutions. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm like me. I don't want to take the first vaccine cause I've seen zombie movies. Fuck no. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> no. I mean, not even zombie under JFK. There was some woman who is the head of fuck. I don't remember what it was. It might've been department of health or national institutes of health. But there was some, I'm remembering this from a college course, there's an example. There was some medication for women. I don't remember what it was for. But it was, it might have been like a, I don't know, I don't fucking know what it was. It was something that like young women, but it wasn't, it wasn't a contraceptive, but it was something like young women take. And this, and it was working well in like Europe. But this woman under JFK's administration was like, this has only been on the market for like two months. Like, at the very least, let's wait till nine, because what do women do that takes nine months? Create every other human. And so she was like, let's just wait. And she got so much backlash. People were, like, picketing at her home. She was getting, like, slandered in the media. And for whatever reason, JFK trusted her, and she waited it out. And it came to be known as, you can Google it, it's called Flipper Babies. All these babies started being born from these women that had been taking it. And their hands and feet weren't formed. Yeah, they were fused. They were fused, right? Yes, yeah, they had those flipper ones, yeah. babies. And there was just this whole this, like epidemic of flipper babies, whose just lives would never be as normal as any of us. And this woman was like applauded for it because she was like, "No, like we gotta wait. What is gonna happen with COVID? Right? It's just take it. Just yeah. take it. It's fucking COVID. Let's get twenty twenty behind us. Let's just get it out of here. Come on." Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, what is it going to be? <laughs> what is it, yeah, exactly. it going to exactly. fucking be? It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of also like if you get cancer and then you have chemo, but like you're like 90. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm what, like, what, fucking what is my, is the quality of my life going to be better after this? Or is this like just me at the conclusion? Yeah, just, yeah, I've always thought about that. If I was like 90 with cancer, 
would you rather just take six months of like relatively normal life or three potentially three years of like chemoed life like, yeah int- like, intensive chemo paying bills and all this stuff and then give me it, six yeah. months of relatively normal and then just you know give me some assisted suicide on the way out dude yeah i'm like yo normal normalized euthanasia that's yeah. how i'm <laughs> dude i think it's a fucking it's a humane thing why not i mean i'm someone that lost a sibling to suicide like why shouldn't someone who wants to leave this world you know you'd have to have a ton of like checks and balances but like yeah, yeah. why can't you why can't you leave and why can't we make it a happy blissful experience maybe yeah. some psilocybin for a terminal you know come to peace with it or that'd be like one last shot do you want to stay maybe some people have like a a breakthrough experience maybe some people don't they just become that much more at peace with their decision and then you just put them on like a you just put them on like a morphine cloud and let them go like we could make it a beautiful thing yeah yeah but instead it's no it's illegal so people gotta like work around the system right yeah, or go to Canada. Canada is uh, legalized euthanasia. Really? But it has to be. It has to be. It has to be terminal illness. Like, yeah. And I'm like, that's that's really what it should be. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, what. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's a step in the. Didn't some fucking state or city somewhere in like the last week decriminalize psilocybin? Like a new one, like another one. Um, because it was probably Den- it was probably was, like DC or something like that. Because or... it was Denver, but I think someone else did it, and I love it because it's like. I love it because I, I always think, like, if we could just go back to, like, the 70s and, you know, why can't we legalize weed? You know, someone, some Karen was like, because first it's weed and then it's, and I love how that's exactly what's happening. First it was yeah. weed and then it spread everywhere. And then the place where the weed started, Colorado, someone went mushrooms. And now a couple other people are going mushrooms. And it's just, yeah. you let one in and the doors open up. And I love it because that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, no, well, I mean, it's all, it's all, like, all the psychedelics, all the psychedelics that weren't, like, medically made, because, like, once they started, like, basically replicating it with, like, Molly, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that, Yeah. Once and then ketamine, like, once they started using ketamine and for, like, like, you know, depression and stuff like that, they're just like, okay, here's opening up the gate, and I'm like, yeah. everyone who was, like, smoking weed and doing shrooms before, were like, see? Yeah, <laughs> look, it fucking worked, yeah. And then, yeah, they'll come out and they'll be like, wow, psilocybin is having an amazing effect on people's depression. And everyone ever is being like, you know, shit. Like, wow, new study shows it doesn't make you want to jump out of a building. Instead, it just brings you oneness with the universe and it realizes that we're all made of love and we're just one entity. Everyone's like, yeah, no fucking shit. (laughs) But maybe that is the wild card of 2020. Some fucking federally legalized psilocybin. Maybe that's the wild card of 2020. Because doesn't all of America seem like it just needs a a shroom trip next to yeah, like a lake? E- ego, ego, death. That's how we, I feel. We all like need. Your, yeah. Your identity doesn't matter. America doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And be, yeah, we all need a sh- we need a collective shroom trip on like a sunny day watching a lake. Like that's what America hey, needs as a no, whole. No, no, dude, no, I, dude, you don't need, you don't need, we don't. Again, we don't. You don't get change through nonviolence. Same thing with shroom chips. You don't get change through a good shroom chip. <laughs> it has to be the worst shroom trip ever, and then afterwards you're like, okay, I need to change my life. You, yeah, you experience firsthand what an actual civil war. You see your family I, members dead with their brains on your lap, you're, and you're like, you're, fuck. Here, 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 here's your, here's your, how you change the rain in 
to the flood. Yeah. You give you give everyone who's hard left, hard right leaning, you give them shrooms, they come out of it, and the person who talks them down is third party. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You come out and you go, hey, I was being a bit of a dick. But that's just always, you know, you little, you know, you can tell they just came out of a bad trip. They're a little freaked out, but they're also like resolutely like I'm changing some things, you know, yeah. that that resolution after like an edible that's too strong where you're like, I, I saw the devil. I need to, you know, I need to end this grudge I'm having with someone. I need to talk to them and tell them that they're my friend. We need everyone to come out of this terrified. <laughs> You're right. No, it can't be a sunny day next to a glistening <laughs> lake. You have to see mortality creeping up your legs like quicksand. <laughs> yeah, you'd have, that, you'd have that, like, dark, deep, what are your eternal fears, what yeah. are these blocks? Yeah. There's going to there's, there's gonna, there's gonna be a big gay community that comes out of it. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be, there's gonna be so many people. There's going to be, like, that's what needs to happen. There just needs to be a big, like, oh, no, I am... I am what I am. Uh, I am non-binary. I'm like, oh shit, where are you wearing all that MAGA stuff? I'm like, yeah. I just, but. yeah. Everyone just needs, you're going to have a bunch of liberals coming out like, I fucking love guns. I just do. You're going to have a bunch of conservatives coming. A bunch of, half the GOP is going to come out and just, they're going to start dating each other. And it's yeah. just going to, it's going to be one big love fest. But, it, it's coming from the fire. You have <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it has to be. It's like non, non-violent change. Uh, you know, bad trip. It's the same thing. <laughs> a beautifully blown, glass blown, like, you know, sculpture or vase. It only comes from coming out of the blast furnace, <laughs> right? You yeah. To, you know, to get like a metal sculpture, you have to beat the shit out of it with a sledgehammer. I think that's what it is, right? Pressure yeah. pressure turns carbon into a diamond. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> We are. We come from the heavy elements in our body. Come from supernovas. Maybe that's what all this is. Is we are going to collectively have a bad shroom trip and come out on the other side, right? Or this year is the bad shroom trip. No, I'm just kidding. It might be, dude. It might be. It might be. It la- It does not. It's not eight hours. Right now, we're going on like nine months. Like yeah. it is a long trip. Yeah, you're just like, are you still tripping? I'm like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but it is. It's like, right? It can't possibly be real. They're shutting down the Olympics. They're banning travel. You have to wear a mask. This has to be a bad trip. <laughs> it's that's exactly what it is. It's a bad fucking trip. Dude, I I I had a I, I made this a joke. I'm like, this year seems like the most elaborate Inception plot. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Who's trying to plant this idea in my head? Also, what is the idea? The idea is that we all need a shroom trip. It's yeah. it's it's big mushroom instead of big pharma. It's big mushroom. <laughs> Dude, that would be you know actually, the first vaccine is just mushrooms. <laughs> that would be it. It's it's time delayed mushrooms. It's a fourteen day delay, so no one knows right away. Yeah, and the people that need it are older people who are at risk of COVID, so they get it. It's a bunch of, you know, you know what it is. It's um, in in like the early two thousands, there was a there's a terrorist group in Russia that held a, like three hundred people hostage in a movie theater, and the the Russian authorities like the FSB, and the Spetsnaz, and they went in and they realized the only way to get all them out was they put um car fentanyl, which is about a thousand times more powerful than fentanyl. Yep. in the uh, in the air circulation system 
and just knocked everyone the fuck out. I think like 30 or 40 of the, like the hostages died from overdoses, but they knocked out everyone and they got 260 out alive. And then the, the terrorists who didn't die from overdose, you know, they were brought in charge and all that stuff. Wave to the NSA, but maybe we need the Capitol building <laughs> to just be gaseous airborne psilocybin. Lock the doors. Uh, yeah, that'd be, the, that, that'd be something. <laughs> lock the doors. Hit the Pentagon, too. Lock the doors. Let it just seep through there. And whatever comes is the new world order. For better or worse, is what we're going with. Mm, God. <laughs> I think they'd probably think it's like a Russian attack and launch the nukes. Yeah, yeah exactly. It'd be, it'd be bad. <laughs> I don't know, Marcus. Is your shirt just a kid from Brooklyn, Captain America? No, just not just a kid from America. Ah, this is actually this is actually a good shirt. Uh, the group or the ones who sold this one, it was for uh, the military of Maine. So like kids okay. who went to war and then came back. So okay. this was like a That's fun. Badass. I saw saw the shirt or my sister saw. I was like, oh, you need this when you perform in New York. I'm like, oh, maybe. And I got it. And then I was like, oh, actually, that's a great organization. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shout out to them. That's badass, dude. Um, no. Do you think that COVID is just going to disappear after Election Day? No. God, no. It's not going <laughs> to. I think it's – I think that – I think election day is gonna election day, election night, and like that, like whole week proceeding, it's gonna be like I'm a I, I just want to be near some kind of firearm in a house with all the food, so I don't need to go out. Like I'm just like yeah, I'm bunkering in for that one if I can. It might be, yeah, I might need to start getting like food and water and just hightail it out of here, go up to the woods in northern New Hampshire. <laughs> It might be the move. I mean, last night when, you know, the moderator is like, the election, it might take days to figure out. And Biden's like, it might be weeks. Trump goes, could be months. I was like, holy fuck. That's the, that would, that's going to be the, that's going to be the money shot of 2020. An election that takes like four months to count. Yeah. Because doesn't Pelosi become president after 90 days? Yeah. <laughs> that's the ending nobody saw. Yeah, <laughs> President Nancy Pelosi. Hey man, uh, I mean, there's so many, there's so many people who've rooted for Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Dude, I, at this point, I'm just like, fuck it, let's throw the dice, let's see what happens. <laughs> I don't know, man. Marcus, let's wrap this bitch up. Hell yeah! Because I'm gonna move this to my new external, and um, my laptop is approaching fusion temperatures. Yeah, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, of course, man. I'm always uh, I'm glad to be part of the 200th episode on podcast day uh, after the debate. This is <laughs> and a memorable just cathar- day. Ca- cathartically talk about how we're gonna fix the country, which is gonna be through shrooms. So through shrooms, fine. through him. I think I think that was you hit the, you take the cake for this episode. You won the trophy. It's, we need a shroom trip next to a glistening lake. No. Just like there is no peaceful change in power, there's only violence. You're right. This can't be a loving experience of, I saw God. No. You have to get ass-fucked by Satan and a group of demons and gargoyles jizz on your face. That's what we need. Those who suffer, remember.
Fear is what will get us through this. Fear is the only way you fight 2020 is with 2020. Yeah, 2020 doesn't play by the rules. You don't go in there with love. You give it a shroom trip and show it death itself. <laughs> On that note, everybody stay safe. Love each other. Uh, you know. Yeah, ELE guys. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, guys. We're all gonna we're all gonna die anyway, whether it's 2020 or 2120. So love each other. Be cool. Don't give in to the moron masses and um, vote for Marcus. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, thanks, Ryan, for having me. All Everybody, right. thanks Thank for coming on. Bye. Peace.